Hey there, friends. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to extend an invite to our new Collaboration Zone Zoom call starting July 1st, running every second week. This is a free Zoom chat get together with all of my entrepreneur friends in the Rise and Recovery Network, where we get to share mind and business growth tips and strategies, and you get to network with other entrepreneurs of all experience levels. So if you wanna level up your business and get connected, book your spot today. Just head on over to www.theroadforward.ca slash collaboration zone. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey guys, how's it going? Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. Now, I want to ask you something. Have you joined the Rise in Recovery Network for Entrepreneurs? If you are an entrepreneur in recovery, and what I mean by recovery is regaining control over something that you've lost, right? It doesn't have to be drug or alcohol addiction. It could be food addiction. It could be any type of addiction or adversity that you faced. If you are in this state of recovery or have recovered from this, I would love to have you there. It's called the Rise in Recovery Network for Entrepreneurs, and it's a community of, you know, collaborative, like-minded individuals that really want to help each other shine, right? We want to improve our businesses. We want to make a bigger impact in the world and share our stories. So make sure you come join us. I will put a link in the show notes. So it's super, super easy to find, but we'd love to have you there. We've got some exciting things happening in the group. We've got the collaboration zone Zoom calls, which will be every second week. Uh, So the members in there, as a member, you'll actually get an opportunity to share your skills, right? Showcase what you do and get your name out there. Of course, we're always sharing social media links. We want to make sure we can support one another. And one of the other things that I'm doing is actually any of the members within the community, I am going to be doing podcast interviews live into the group. So you will get to see those interviews before the episode is even published. Uh, You get a sneak peek. You can ask ask questions. And this is also a great way for you to get out what you do because you're sharing your story right into the community. I'm going to ask you what your skills are, what are some of the strategies you use to grow your business and how you've overcome your adversity and or addiction to really discover your purpose. So there's going to be some cool things. Make sure you check out the link in the show notes and come join us. Okay, so on today's episode, I wanted to chat about moving through fear. You know, when I sat in my addiction for as long as I did, even though it was incredibly uncomfortable, right? It wasn't a comfortable place to be. 
Um, I was always depressed, um, struggled with anxiety, but it was comfortable for me, right? Because one of the things that my addiction allowed me to do was to avoid handling any of my emotions. And, you know, when I look back to why I started to drink in the first place, it really was my inability to handle my emotions because I just wanted to numb everything out. I never felt like I fit in. I never felt like I was important or a part of, right? Everything was always so awkward. So when I had that ease and comfort through other substances, um, it, my life just progressed that way, right? And that's how I handled everything. So I remember when I first got sober, having to experience all these different things, all these different emotions, this different way of living, right? Actually owning my shit, taking responsibility for what I had done and the harm that I had caused others. And, you know, emotions was a big one because I was always told that basically the day that we start drinking or using any type of substance to numb our emotions, we stop growing, right? And if you think about it, think about all the things in your life that you had to go through. Maybe it was the death of a loved one. It was some sort of traumatic experience. Our solution was numbing those feelings out, right? So we never actually felt the emotion. We never embraced that emotion and learned how to get through that. And so really I stopped growing at the age of 14. And then when I quit at the age of 36, I had to face all these emotions that I had no idea how to handle them. And that was a really, really scary thing. I probably cried more in the first couple of years of my sobriety than I had my entire life. So I really had to learn how to deal with those emotions and I had to develop emotional resilience. Once I had built that emotional foundation in early recovery, I had to start getting out of my comfort zone. And one of those areas was speaking, you know, sharing my story in front of a group of people, getting asked to speak at treatment centers and being scared. I remember standing at a podium just shaking profusely because I was so nervous, you know, and really what it came down to is in those times I was really just kind of stuck in my head, right? Worried about what other people would think. But what I came to realize is that, you know, that is part of my recovery, being able to give back, being able to share my story with people who need to hear it. And so it was something that I had to work through. I had to move through that fear. In my first seven years of sobriety, it was really all about learning how to step outside my comfort zone, right? Embracing that fear and doing it anyway because I realized that whenever I was uncomfortable trying something new that only meant that I was growing. I mean every time I did public speaking uh, when I finished and people came up to me and said thank you for sharing my story that really made an impact I want to try and get sober. I mean that is why we do that stuff right and we have to get over ourselves sometimes and move through that fear and realized that it could make an impact in the lives of others. So I really just had to get out of my head. But the same thing when I started my podcast, you know, I, I thought, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to take me seriously? Am I going to sound professional enough, right? I had all these things going through my head about whether I was going to be good enough, whether people were going to listen, um, you know, so much so in the beginning, I obsessed about my download numbers. And today, you know what, I don't even care if I can make a difference in 
a handful of lives by sharing what I do on the show by bringing on amazing guests that share their stories, then that's okay. You know, I can't be afraid of a bad review or a negative comment because guess what? Not everybody is going to like what we do and that is okay. I also remember being fearful of starting my own business. You know, I had no idea what on earth I was doing. You know, my dad had uh, been an entrepreneur for years and I actually reached out to him. He gave me some tips and strategies and And that was another way I got to move through that fear is just by asking somebody, you know, because we're not in any of this alone. It has been incredible, um, you know, all these people that I've gotten to meet over the years or had the privilege to meet, how helpful they are, right? Um, You know, my podcast coach, I actually started with him in my health journey and now I refer people to him all day long because he is phenomenal at helping you grow your podcast and basically turning your your hobby of podcasting into a profitable business, right? So I've got all these connections as a result of moving out of my fear and starting the show in the first place. So why wouldn't I think I could start a business? I have enough people around me who have done it before me. All I have to do is ask for help, right? And that's very humbling for somebody who never wanted to ask for help. Uh, before I had gotten sober, I am totally okay with asking for help today. You know, writing two books. Um, I would say out of everything that I've done over the last couple of years, this is probably the, um, I would say, second highest fear I had was putting my story out there, right? Both my parents read my book. Actually, in one evening, I was a little shocked that I heard from back from them the very next day after they started reading it. But, you know, I knew that if I was going to make this work, I had to be vulnerable, right? There was no shame in sharing my story. And it was actually a very therapeutic process for me um, moving through that fear. And, you know, what I got, though, was people buying the book and sending emails or sending messages, thanking me, giving the book to their friends, right? And um, it was a scary process. You know, it was It was not fun going through the emotions. I would actually listen to uh, songs during the writing process that allowed me to remember certain times of my life so that I could get it down in the book. And I'm super happy with the way it turned out. And I just wanted it to make an impact, you know, and that led me, that gave me the courage, right? Walking through that gave me the courage to write my second book called Beyond Recovery And, you know, my goal of that book was really to help people understand that they are capable of so much more. And there's a world beyond the world of recovery, right? I see a lot of people in recovery stuck only in recovery and they still seem, you know, very sad. Um, They don't seem happy. And I don't know about you, but I didn't get clean and sober so that I could live just a life that I felt like I was settling for. I knew that my experience was good for something. So that's why I wrote that second book. But through all of that fear that I had moved through, I would say the probably biggest fear I ever had was leaving my corporate job. You know, I knew last year when I started my business, that was eventually my goal. But because I had had financial difficulty in the past, right? When I got sober, I claimed bankruptcy. I was really afraid of that financial insecurity and it always kept coming up for me, right? I would never invest in a course or in myself or work with a coach 
because I was always afraid of my inability to complete what I had started, right? Because I was so good at procrastinating in the past that I just thought, you know, if I, if, if I invest in a course, what if I don't finish it? Well, the reality was when I actually paid for something, I finished it because my money was important to me and I had those financial insecurities, right? So leaving my corporate job was also incredibly fearful. I knew that I was in charge of my destiny. I knew that in order to put food on the table that I had to work really hard. Like this was sink or swim. And guess what? If I fail, that's okay, right? I can look at that as an opportunity to learn. And it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made because today I get to actually wake up and do what I love. You know, I, I enjoyed my corporate job, but it wasn't what I was passionate about, right? I wasn't helping to make a difference in the lives of others. And that's really what I wanted to pursue in life. I wanted to follow my passion. So letting go of that steady income and just moving into that fear and being willing to embrace all the bumps in the road, right? The emotions that I'm going to feel because trust me, there have been so many. So now I want to give you some strategies or solutions on how I personally have been able to move through my own fear. And I would say the number one has been to develop faith. Now, when I talk about faith, I'm not talking about religion, right? I'm not necessarily talking about God. I am talking about having the faith and knowing that your needs will always be met. Basically, I, you know, believe that the universe has got my back, right? And having faith, it has helped so much because it's allowed me to give up some of the control because I was a control freak, right? I wanted to control everything and that never worked out very well for me. So just taking that leap of faith, knowing that it's aligned with my purpose and not having fear behind it potentially not working out, um, having faith has allowed me to do that, right? Because I have never been homeless, right? I've never been without food. I've always had people that were willing to help out in my times of need. So why on earth would I think that I could lose all that at any time, right? Now, I know that if I go back into my life of drinking and drugs, that could definitely happen. But as long as I stay on this path, having faith has really allowed me to move forward. The second part of what has allowed me to move through that fear is changing my mindset, right? Not being afraid to make mistakes. Now, you have a growth mindset and you have a fixed mindset. A lot of us have a, a you know predominant growth mindset, but we can still hold on to these fixed ideas, right? Or these biases that we carry, uh, which usually stem from our beliefs. So, um, you know, developing a growth mindset and recognizing where my fixed um, beliefs or fixed mindsets are and learning to challenge them, right? Because I think that's the most important thing is that when you do have this fixed belief or this fixed mindset, take a look at that and start to challenge it, start to seek evidence that is going to change that belief. And when you have a growth mindset, you're not afraid to make mistakes. I was a perfectionist, right? So if it wasn't perfect, it was wrong. And I didn't want to put it out there. I mean, I remember when I first started recording this podcast, I tried to record the whole thing from start to finish. And I would sometimes get 20 minutes through 
make a mistake, say, um, or, you know, say something that, oh, I didn't, I didn't want that to be in there, or I stuttered maybe. And so I would delete the whole thing and start over. Right. And I think having that fixed mindset has often um, stopped me from having the opportunity to put something out there that's good. And then I can always make it to great. And I've had lots of my mentors tell me that is put something out there that's good. And then later you can make it great. Right. Because I, I had to start looking at, you know, I always thought, well, I'm on such a, a, a lower level. Right. I would compare myself. I had this comparison syndrome. But what I didn't realize is that there could be people that are kind of walking this journey with me and maybe they haven't learned everything that I have yet. So I could actually by, you know, trying new things and taking advantage of these opportunities and not being fearful of making a mistake or it being perfect, they would actually learn from it. So I have learned that whenever I have a fixed mindset, I challenge that mindset, right? I challenge that belief and I try to find try to find evidence that conflicts with that fixed belief so that I can start to transform that into a growth mindset. But today I'm not afraid to make mistakes and that has been a massive part of moving through that fear. The next area is understanding and developing my emotional intelligence. Now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, dealing with my emotions and learning to feel them was something that I had to do in early recovery but I am actually going to be facilitating a program called the NeuroChange Method, which I'm launching soon. And this talks all about emotional intelligence. And it was actually very eye-opening because I realized that I still had triggers. You know, um, allowing myself to deal with my emotions has allowed me to walk through fear because sometimes there are things that trigger me, right? I still can take things personally. I still struggle with imposter syndrome from time to time. But because I have developed or learned strategies to handle my emotions, right, to become more emotional, resilient, um, this has allowed me to actually walk through those emotions and not let them paralyze me. And, you know, the last part of this is getting comfortable outside my comfort zone. This was really difficult because I love to stay in comfort, even if it was completely uncomfortable and gross. And so when I'm uncomfortable, I know that I'm growing. And that's a really good feeling because oftentimes after I've accomplished something that I, I never thought I could accomplish, the book is a really good example I felt like it was the biggest high I had experienced in my life and it was a natural high, right? I didn't die because oftentimes we will tell ourselves stories, right? And that usually stems from having an emotional trigger, starting to make things up in our head, why things are happening and it stops us from getting outside our comfort zone. But, you know, when we are uncomfortable, that is just our body's way of saying, hey, you're growing here, right? This is a good thing. And it's the only way to step into your preferred reality because our goals without actions are only dreams, right? So if you want to achieve your preferred reality, right, that life that you always think about, that you dream about, it is possible. You just have to take action. And that means staying outside that comfort zone. Uh, so that is, um, you know, one of the major ways that I have learned to move through that fear. So basically to sum it up, 
have faith, right? Develop a growth mindset. Start to recognize your fixed ideas or your fixed mindset or beliefs. Develop your emotional intelligence. If you need some help on this, make sure you reach out. You can email me at tamar at theroadforward.ca and I'm happy to chat a little bit more about this. I also have a course coming that really dives into brain science and also emotional intelligence. And number four, get comfortable being outside your comfort zone. It's a wonderful place to be. I promise you that. Now, if you haven't already, make sure you sign up for our first Collaboration Zone Zoom call starting July 1st. Obviously, you can tell I am super pumped about this. It's going to be great. There's going to be lots of collaboration and this is your chance to shine, right? This is your chance to get your name out there and also to get some support from the rest of the group. So you can head on over to www.theroadforward.ca slash collaboration zone. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.